Thank you for joining us today. This is 15 Minutes to Impact, the podcast that gets right to the point on association marketing. I'm John Sample, Senior Relationship Director at Marketing General. And today I'm joined once again by Tony Rossell, Senior Vice President of Marketing General. Tony's a frequent speaker at industry conferences and has written prolifically about the dynamics of membership marketing. Tony's membership marketing blog is so widely read that it often is the first listing that you see when you Google the phrase membership marketing. Great to have you back, Tony. Hey, John. I really appreciate it, and I love doing these and love sharing the information and the things we're learning these days. Well, that's great. I mean, based on uh, the number of people that tune into your episodes of the podcast, I think people uh, that are listening enjoy it too. So let's see if we can do another great one today. We keep saying that these are unprecedented times, and they definitely are, but we've seen major disruptions that have impacted association membership in the past. The recession of 2008 and 2009 comes to my mind. You are right. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because that's uh, the question we're getting asked a lot. You know, what's, what do we anticipate is going to happen? Uh, what's, what's the outcome going to be for membership? And one of the, the advantages we have is for the last dozen years, we've done our membership marketing benchmark report. We've, had, we've captured information from associations through some of the good times and through some of the challenging times. Uh, and so one of the things I did a couple of weeks ago is I just went back into the data we had assembled previously to look at, okay, in that great recession uh, coming out of 2008, 2009, what was the impact of that recession on membership? Uh, and, uh, not to scare people, but it wasn't that good. I mean, there's there's some challenges with membership. Uh, yeah. Overall, 49% of associations told us uh, that they'd seen a drop in their membership. About 44% saw a drop in their um, their renewals. And um, only about 42% said they're actually able to grow their new member count. So it was a challenging time. Uh, the other part of that piece, though, I think it's really important and really sets the stage for perhaps our, our conversation today is that coming out of that recession in the subsequent years, there was a really strong rebound in the membership marketing uh, efforts by associations. The very next year, 50% of the associations that reported to us in that survey, we have about 800 to 1,000 associations participating in this research. About 50% said their membership had increased over the previous year. And that was that occurred for the next several years. In fact, uh, new member input was the biggest import, uh, important piece of that. And one year soon after that recession, about 63% of associations told us that their new member counts were up year over year. So there was challenging times, but there's also some light at the end of the tunnel um, that I think we need to keep in mind as we look at the, the current situation. Yeah, for sure. So the data does tell us that there can be light at the end of the tunnel, but what must associations do today to have a chance of getting to that light? You know, we've had, uh, I've had dozens of meetings over the last uh, number of months during this pandemic and during all these challenging times. And it's been really helpful for me to see how associations are responding and what's working and what maybe isn't working so well. So obviously one of the biggest challenges and one of the things we want to do as an association is we want to hold on to the members we have. Yeah. And that's been interrupted a little bit because we're mailing renewal notices to buildings that are empty. Um, and so how are we, we, we fixing that? One is, is a lot of associations are finding good success in calling their members and saying, hey, um, you might not have got the notice, but it is time to renew. Uh, the other thing that we're seeing 
work really well um, is groups that have had either annual automatic credit card renewals or monthly installment payments are really seeing a good maintenance of their retention rate because they don't need to send out notices. Um, and the, on the installment side, it's been interesting because I think a lot of lapses that are taking place right now are what I would call panic lapses. You know, we saw this in March and April. People were panic selling stocks and, and yes. hoarding toilet paper and things. <laughs> I think that happened with membership too. Companies and individuals were saying, okay, I'm not going to renew because I need to hold on to my cash. So I think, I think we're reaching a point where that panic um, lapsing is passing. Uh, but groups, and we want to go back out to those groups and try to bring them back on board. But I will say that, um, you know, a key thing is that uh, groups that had done work with annual credit card renewals and with um, monthly installments seem to be weathering that renewal challenge better than, uh, than other groups. You know, a couple other quick things that I'll mention that have really seen uh, been a benefit for associations. Um, it's four major categories. One is associations that have really grabbed hold of the information issues and are really providing their members with critical information to help them in their jobs, to help them in their industry, seem to be doing pretty well. Um, I, I think of groups like um, the American Nurses Association, which has seen substantial growth. But if you go to their website and look at their COVID resources, you'll see that they're on the front lines helping their members and making their members heroes with the information they're giving. Uh, Society Human Resource Management um, has extensive resources and samples and tools and how do you get people back to work and how, and how do you keep them safe? Um, National Business Aviation Association is, um, you know, how do you mitigate risk um, for your flight operations? So a lot of these groups are being heroes to their members by giving them the information. And because of that, they're really building engagement and allegiance uh, with members. Uh, a couple other quick things, John, uh, you know, that things are doing, groups are doing that are really helping them, I think, these days and, and helping them sustain their membership is um, they're providing advocacy. So they're stepping in and representing their members before um, yes. before their, their local government and, and, and uh, legislatures. Um, and they're really providing community. I just saw one study where 54% of associations that have private social networks have seen a, a significant increase in participation. So groups that laid the foundation of getting their members engaged with their private social network and, and getting them um, accounts set up are really able to communicate much more effectively and, and, and provide that opportunity for members to help each other. So those are a couple of things we're seeing out there that are really working well. And in some cases, we're seeing substantial growth in some membership organizations. Yeah. We just posted a blog um, the other day that's on our website um, of one group that's seeing accelerating growth uh, because of the services they're providing. Yeah, so that's a great blog post. And that's on our website, Marketing General's website, under the blog section. That's definitely a great uh, case study to take a look at. Tony, from a marketing perspective, what should the plan be going forward? So here's the challenge that I think associations are going to face. Um, obviously, with meetings canceled, um, there's going to be uh, some financial strains uh, for associations uh, as they look uh, to what I'm going to do going forward. One area that I'm, I'm we're strongly recommending uh, that people don't 
do is to cut their, their membership marketing budget. Um, you know, it's interesting. We did a, a data analytics project a while ago. And for one group, we found that their membership were renewing about 75%, which is a little bit lower than average, about 80% yeah. for individual groups is average. Um, but their customer base was renewing at 7%. In other words, 93% of the people who bought in a given year didn't buy anything the next year. Mm. So here's the, here's the thing. Keeping your membership marketing budget in place so you're adding members and you're continuing to engage and renew members is critical because members bring a, a continuity uh, in. They, they bring in a, a, a revenue stream, lifetime value. And plus, members are also your best customers. They're going to be spending the most money uh, and, and buying your products and services. So we're really encouraging people as they put their playbook together going forward, keep that membership marketing budget in place and take advantage of this rebound we're anticipating with new members joining and bringing back those panicked lapse members and people who who value you but, but left just to, to save some money in the, in the near term. Um, I think it's uh, really important to also keep in mind that members really are the builders of your mission. They provide your volunteers. They provide your content. And, and so that's the core that you need to hold on to and have a plan uh, to going forward uh, to keep that, keep that going. So I think that's the biggest piece of advice we have for people um, is, 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 is keep focused on membership. Um, take advantage of that, that rebound that's going to take place uh, with getting new members in and bringing back those people who may be left uh, either because they forgot, didn't get a notice, or we're just looking to, to hold cash uh, in the near term. That would be my, my strongest recommendation, John. Well, that's great advice, Tony. Thanks as always. Hey, I have to ask you, you know, on the last podcast we we did together, I uh, kind of let the cat out of the bag and said something about you having written a book on membership marketing. And I was wondering if you could give everybody an update on that. So it's hard to write a book, I've discovered. Uh, so <laughs> congratulations to all those, those writers who can just uh, get things done uh, quickly and easily. Uh, I started uh, last year. Uh, I am working on my second draft right now. Our hope is to have it out in September. And, uh, and tell you the truth, if, if there's faithful listeners to your podcast, we'll send them a free copy. Uh, but it will be available on Amazon uh, come hopefully September. So that's, that's the plan right now. And the theme really is this, John. As we've looked at data over the years, everything in membership is important, obviously. Um, engaging members is important. Retaining members is important. But when we look at data over the years, the single biggest driver for membership has been getting members into that funnel, has been getting members to recruiting members, getting them to start with you. Because most associations have very valuable benefits. And once they get those people in, they're going to stay and they're going to um, continue with paying dues. And they're going to also buy products and services. So the really focus of that book is here's how to build an effective, ongoing and strong uh, membership recruitment program for your association. Well, I've had the benefit of talking to you a little bit about the book and some of the chapters within, and I, I just can't wait to see it in final form. And I think that our listeners will be coming after it strong. So uh, thanks, Tony, for all you do for MGI and for the industry on a whole. And uh, that's it today for 15 Minutes to Impact. We look forward to talking to you again next time. Have a great day. Thanks, John. Thanks.